Hey folks, how's it going? It is Dom here. This is the Vlogify Content Strategy Masterclass. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is all about smashing it out the park on social media, online, on your website, using content strategy. So it's using content to sell yourself, sell your skills, sell your business, to make more money online. That's what it's all about, all using content. Firstly, though, I'm going to ask a favor. So we're on many, many podcatchers and podcast sites and apps. If you could do me a favor, especially if you're on iTunes, could you give us a five-star rating and a positive review, please? If you enjoyed the show, uh, all we're asking from you is a five-star review and a positive rating. It really helps get the show out to more people. So, like I said, we're talking about social selling today. I've got Tally Hasanoff. Uh, I spoke to on the show today. So I was out and about this week. I've been working quite hard doing the live event side of my business. Um, but Tally got in touch on LinkedIn and said, Dom, I really want to talk to you about social selling. And it's something that comes up a lot and it's very much tied into content strategy. So I really wanted to have her on the show. So I got in touch um, during the week. So forgive, give the background noise a bit. I was literally on my lunch break at a live event and I got in touch with her. Uh, it's a fantastic interview. Uh, so let's start as we always do. So Tally, tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Uh, so I'm a digital marketing uh, consultant and I've been in the industry for a quite number of years. Uh, what we do, uh, we help um, small, medium-sized businesses basically leverage internet to generate more uh, more leads and more business. And it will cover all the aspects of digital and as a part of it, I guess, today we're speaking about social, right? Yeah, social. So what is social selling? For those who've either never heard of it or are not sure, what is social selling? So social selling, it's basically whatever you do... Um, networking events just online in digital to put it in simple words okay okay so so who who does social selling work for then social selling would work for uh for anyone but in particular today we're speaking uh, about linkedin so linkedin uh, it would be any uh professionals any uh kind of businesses that um that looking for professional connections so it would work for anyone okay okay so so are we going out and being quite um open that we are selling or is it selling quite subtly kind of what kind of works or does it depend on the market so uh imagine uh imagine this you come to networking event and you meet someone and a person gives you business card and say okay i can sell you this and this and this and uh, let's see if we can work together would you like it no i think i'd be pretty uh, pretty aggressive wouldn't it especially if i would never really met the person before correct so uh you wouldn't you obviously wouldn't like uh, uh this kind of approach right you would like to take a natural way of discovering if even if it's possible to work or the person actually didn't care what's your problems or what you want to achieve or learn about you right 
So uh, same in uh, uh, social selling. So I'm sure you you notice someone asked to connect, for example, on LinkedIn. Uh, you accept connection because maybe you have some uh, you know common common connections with this person. And the next thing you see, it's person sends you a long message asking, speaking about their great uh, business and how they can uh, help you and sell you and whatever. So would you like this approach? Again, again, it's one of those things which is a big turn-off. I find it's a big, big yeah. turn-off anyway. It's just right. like, right, I've literally just got to know you, or I've right. literally just met with you, and it's like, I don't yeah. even know if I want to do any business with you at all. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So basically, you would behave uh, online similar to as you would behave in reality. So you don't want to be aggressive with someone or sell uh, on a spot. So uh, social selling really, and especially on LinkedIn, it's about establishing connections and uh, uh, possibly learning about each other, providing value, uh, some content that would be relevant for uh, a person. Uh, but obviously, it's not being aggressive with uh, offering, you know, to sell something to help or uh, invite person to their website to purchase or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you talk before about um, finding out the other person's kind of pain points. Kind of how how important is that to kind of know the problems of your potential clients? Yeah, it's, uh, it's extremely uh, important and it's extremely important for business in general to understand what is their ideal client, right? Mm. It's in any, any strategy, would it be digital, would it be regular marketing? It's extremely important to understand who, who is your uh, ideal target client, right? Because uh, problems and uh, solutions would be targeted differently, right? Same in uh, uh, online or uh, traditional marketing. So uh, in social thing, when you know your ideal client and you learn about their challenges, so maybe content that you post or useful articles for this industry that might be some, uh, you know, updates and uh, useful information it, that might be relevant to your client and will help them to be, you know, to be updated on maybe to solve uh, their problems, right? So this is important to understand what is client, what is their pain points, and then content that you post and provide on social would uh, somehow provide value to your uh, potential clients. Yeah, you spoke about value there a couple of times and value comes up a lot. I think especially online there's so much noise and there's so many people who could potentially help your clients. Sometimes it is, it is good, I know from the other side of being a client with people, that it's good to see that the person cannot just talk about helping people but actually is able to show you that they understand the process and can give you some help, whether it's a podcast, whether it's an article, whether it's a reshare of someone else's article, all that kind of stuff really builds up a picture of, of kind of who you are and also why you can be trusted. Uh, so what kind of, so you've, you've, you've mentioned articles, what kind of content works then uh, if you're going down the social selling route? Uh, so, uh First of all, before before I forget to come back to that, mm. it's a very good point that you uh, mentioned it's uh, trusted. Because recently, especially, I meet a lot of clients 
that they a little bit, you know, puzzled, frustrated or whatsoever for different reasons uh, with other agencies that they have been working with. And the the main word is trust. So who you can trust, right? And especially you also noticed very correctly, a lot of noise, a lot of, you know, you just go online and you get bombarded with different, you know, from events to sales to uh, programs, uh, take this program, one hour program, become a professional in ABCD. So how people really, uh, how can you differentiate yourself first and um, how you can provide value and people will trust you, right? So again, it takes time to build a relationship in natural matter not online obviously if you meet people on uh, um, a regular basis either it's networking group or uh, some events and uh, people start learning about you and that you really real person and you provide value and you uh, back up uh, you know whatever you say you can you can deliver uh, they start trusting you right so it is the same online so if you post content, let's say, um, maybe your targeted audience is, uh, uh, um, I don't know, law office, for example. Yeah. And uh, you know what is the, what their pain and what uh, what their potentially uh, um, ideal clients and uh, other aspects, right? So you would. Uh, potentially post any update that would be interested to them that would help them to cope or to know and be in trend and be on top of things that happen right and if there are any questions they might reach to you for any questions so it's not necessarily that you sell them something you if you're ready to help people uh, and they start trusting you as you being an expert in what you're saying then the trust uh, trust will be built there, right? Yeah, so it's kind of, it's learning a bit about yourself being an expert. What is it that you're the expert in? I suppose that's quite important in the whole mix of things as well. What is a good way of learning about the customer's pain points then? How, how do you work with your clients to uh, get that out of their clients? Uh, so usually how we, we learn about pain points so if if I work with number of clients in the same industry, I already know more or less what what pain points uh, uh, in this industry because we discuss and I ask questions and what bothers them, what are their goals, what their uh, ideal clients, or what they missing. But bottom line, any business uh, nowadays, especially the main challenge and pain point is to generate more leads and sales. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. the bottom line, right? So how you how you get to this point? It's uh, another question. So again, for different industry, it might be different, but um, the bottom line is how you basically grow your business and generate more, right? Mm, mm. And you kind of touched on it there, and I think that's it's a really important point that there's no kind of one one size fits all for all industries. There's some content that works really well with certain sectors. And again, there's some platforms that work really well with certain sectors, which don't work the same way with uh, in the same with different sectors. So, for example, fashion does really well on Insta, while it may not do as well or in the same way 
as well on LinkedIn. Uh, so how do you help your clients then work out which, which platform so, they should be social selling on? Right. So it's, uh, uh, it's a very good point, uh, uh, knowing the industry. So again, anything that it's uh, uh, visual, it would be obviously on Instagram and uh, uh, pictures and um, this part. Uh, LinkedIn, we speaking, it's, uh, it's, I, I find it's, uh, it's more uh, professional. Obviously, it's only for uh, kind of professional, either services or uh, products. It's, I would say it's more targeted to B2B, yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. And so some, let's say, if someone uh, uh, sells, um, I don't know, uh, jewelry, just B2C jewelry and they have a commerce store, maybe uh, for content, um, LinkedIn wouldn't be the right platform to do so. Maybe fa Facebook and Instagram would be better one, right? But uh, if it's... Um, value provided, uh, you know, uh, corporate uh, sales training, then LinkedIn would be the right platform to connect and to, to connect with right people and provide uh, right content and value, right? Mm. Yeah. So, so you're wanting to be on the platform where it is more, most likely to appreciate your content because uh, it may not... I know people who are posting quite a lot of B2B stuff on Facebook and people are like, oh, my content's not good. And I say, well, your content might be good. The audience just doesn't necessarily appreciate it or want it or need it at that time because a lot of people, especially on Facebook, are there in their spare time and it's, it's all about engagement and entertainment and escapism. While the beauty, uh, I don't know if you agree with me, but the beauty of LinkedIn is it's often people in the office, in the workplace, who have issues, who have problems, and they're looking for solutions. And lots and lots of people these days are turning to platforms like LinkedIn to find solutions to their problems. All right. So it's, uh, there is some uh, stats about LinkedIn for, in particular, right? There is currently 500 million members. Cool. 61 yeah. million is senior level, right? And 40 million decision makers. And LinkedIn is most used social media platform among for, Fortune 500 companies. So, and people in senior level uh, positions, they look in, they will go on LinkedIn if they need uh, uh, to find maybe business solution or business provider or potentially to find, you know, different business group or a professional group, right? Uh, Facebook, people go with uh, a completely different mindset. Uh, you're going more for social uh, to see your, you know, your friends' pictures or, or <laughs> what's going on. More on social side, not so much about professional or business, right? So its situation is different. Same when people ask me, oh, how we run paid ads, where it's better, Facebook or uh, Google Pay, right? So people come with different mindsets. You're going on Google uh, search when you need really to find something, so you're in buying mode. You're going to Facebook, you're not in a buying mode. You're in mode of social, maybe you want just, you know, end of the day or lunch break or whatever, you want to check some pictures, so you're not in this kind of mode to buy something, right? So that's that's important to understand. Yeah, that is really important to understand. It's it's finding, you know, especially if you are B2B, uh, it's finding people who are in the mode and the want to buy stuff. 
And that is, you're absolutely hitting on the head. People often on Facebook, depending on what it is that you're selling, but on the whole, people on Facebook are not wanting to buy a B2B solution. Uh, I also thought it was, it was super interesting that you uh, were talking about decision makers and uh, kind of CEOs and stuff are on LinkedIn. Kind of how much difference does that make having those people on the platform? Right. So again, if your service or product is uh, professional and uh, you need to connect with right people and uh, the solutions that you offer is corporate solution, LinkedIn is your friend, right? For content, for uh, professional groups, even if you have challenges uh, in your industry with, let's say, emails or video, you can ask people in groups and they will suggest uh, something, oh, for example, I work with this client and this platform for this industry will work best. So you cover all the kind of professional aspects in uh, in LinkedIn. So again, people going with uh, a certain mindset on LinkedIn, right? Yeah. Knowing that it's mostly B2B, it is professional, it is good content, and it's something that uh, that you can trust from professional uh, sites, right? What I also like about it is that you're going straight to the person. You've not got a gatekeeper on the phone or someone. For the most part, kind of, you're not getting someone else checking their emails first. On LinkedIn, you're actually kind of speaking to the person itself. Right. Right, right. So LinkedIn actually reported that the user goal is three billion. So uh, it's uh, they clearly uh, growing because I, I, I even when I when I look at uh, you know doing some research, I still notice that even many professional um, uh, people like uh, CEOs of some companies they don't have good presence still on LinkedIn. So there is a, a good possibility to grow and uh, uh, understand their value right yeah so it's a growing network that's super exciting uh, we kind of have to come to the end so I, I kind of ask this question at the end of everything of these shows kind of what if if someone's wanting to start posting social content tomorrow kind of what can they do today to make the filming or the posting tomorrow more successful oh so if we speak and since we speak about LinkedIn there is a uh, many steps to take before posting content, right? Because, again, coming back where we started, you have to understand who is your client, what their challenges, and you have to tailor your profile to answer their questions before you post anything, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're almost using your profile as like a landing page. That is a good call. So, so you literally, before you, you know, if just say I want to do stuff tomorrow, so I want to start posting, what I really want is a really good profile because if I'm putting out really good content, realistically people are going to go check out my profile and if my profile is rubbish, I am assuming that people will not be starting to like me and not be starting to trust me. Is that correct? Right, that's correct. So it started from a professional picture, a description, title, like all the whole thing, right? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Uh, and so, title is—is is, is it worth me having? You know, if we are creating this, is it worth people having the job title up there or more of a description of what you can give the person? I know that is seems, seems to be more of a trend these days. Rather than saying that you're the managing director, you are, and then you give a description of what it is that you actually do. 
So uh, it is, uh, uh, you have particular number of characters there to put in your title, so it might be answering, uh, with your title, you can answer how you help uh, uh, and who you help and what you do. And then it's good to put uh, uh, your um, profile in sections, right? So, for example, um, so you have headline, you have summary, you have recommendation, you have call to action. So, uh, from having uh, professional pictures to professional title, and then to break down into sections what you do. So, for so for people, it will be easier to you know absorb and read. So, what you do, who you help, and uh, a brief uh, summary, and then. Uh, um, uh, who you work with, why it works, who, why client choose you, uh, what others say. So give it kind of short sections in the profile and why basically people uh, should connect with you, right? That's fantastic. That is great. Thank you for your help today. There's a lot for people to work on. How can people find out more about you and get in touch? Uh, they can reach, uh, uh, reach to me on LinkedIn. I'm glad to answer any questions if anyone has. Uh, so my uh, profile is uh, Tali Hasanov on LinkedIn. So that is social selling. It's not hugely different to what you might be doing in the real world at networking events, at expos and what have you. Uh, but it is doing it online. It's building relationships. It's creating an interest and a knowledge of what you do and creating an interest and knowledge of, of that you can be trusted because there's a huge issue with trust online. Um, and social content and social selling content can really make a huge difference. Uh, again, we talked a lot about LinkedIn on today's show. Uh, if you're B2B and you're selling services, then obviously LinkedIn uh, social selling content uh, makes perfect sense. Thank you very much to Tally for being on the show. Really appreciate her coming on. That is all for this week. We're back again next week. Remember, you can listen back to any of the past episodes at anchor.fm slash vlogify. We are also on iTunes and many, many other podcatchers and podcast apps. If you are using a podcast app, I would really appreciate it if you could do me a massive favor and give us a five-star rating and a positive review. Right, A five-star rating and a positive review really helps push this podcast out to more people so I can help others just like yourself really smash out the park with content strategy. So that's all from me for this week. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye.